Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, y'all. I'm going to be honest. I cannot stop thinking about Cozy, which is some of the most thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living that I've ever seen. And we have talked about Cozy's beautiful products before, but I really want to harp on the Cozy experience itself. Because not only is the delivery fast and free, but the purchasing process itself is actually fun. As someone who is notoriously bad at making decisions and commitments to things, the fact that Cozy allows me to fully customize pieces and then physically see them in my space through an augmented reality, well, they fully eliminated my fear of commitment. And when I say the furniture itself is so elegant, I mean it. Everything is carefully designed in Canada with the intention to enhance any space with high-quality products at a fair price. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com to start customizing your furniture today. That's C-O-Z-E-Y dot com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. I know I do. But I think it's equally as important to know what you do with that time if you had it. But learning how to prioritize what's important to me didn't come naturally. It's taken a lot of wonderful, loving people, including a couple of really great therapists, to get me there. Now, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I do believe the world would be so much better if everyone had access to a good therapist that did the right thing for them. But until we get to my perfect utopia, I will never stop searching for ways to make self-help and therapy and life improvement more accessible. So if you have personally been thinking of starting therapy, maybe BetterHelp is the right thing for you. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And ideally, if you find the right match for you, we can all learn how to make time for what makes us really happy. Visit betterhelp.com slash makeyourbed today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash makeyourbed. Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Today, we're doing a little U.S. government lesson because I learned some things through it and I figured I couldn't be the only one who needed a little refresher. According to House.gov, to ensure a separation of power, the U.S. federal government is made up of three branches, the legislative, the executive, and the judicial. They say it's to ensure that the government is effective and that citizen rights are being protected, noting that each branch has its own powers and responsibilities, including working with the other branches. This is supposed to be our checks and balances. This is supposed to be what prevents government overreach, ideally ensuring that no individual group will have too much power. The legislative branch is made up of Congress, and Congress is made up of our senators, the Senate, and the House of Representatives. The legislative branch is just that. They do legislation. They'll draft proposed laws. They're meant to confirm or reject presidential nominations for head of federal agencies, federal judges, and the Supreme Court. And they also have the authority to declare war. The executive branch is our president, 
our vice president, the cabinet, and all of the cabinet members. Now, of course, within each of these branches, there are smaller subcommittees and various groups that work within each of these departments. But for sanity reasons, I'm just going to talk about the overarching umbrella terms. So our legislative branch is our Congress and our House of Representatives. The executive branch is the president, the vice president, and their cabinet. And the judicial branch is the Supreme Court and other federal courts. They're responsible for interpreting the meaning of laws, applying laws to individual cases, and deciding if laws violate the Constitution. So in its ideal form, the president can veto legislation by Congress. Congress can reject the president's nominees or remove the president from office in extreme and exceptional circumstances. And the justices of the Supreme Court can overturn unconstitutional laws, but they're also kept in check by both the executive and the legislative branch. So if Congress carries the power of the purse which is the ability to tax and spend public money for the national government, this also means they can block activity by refusing to authorize public funding for an agency, a program, or an entity. This is why the Senate was created in particular. The Senate was created to serve as a counterbalance to the House of Representatives and as a break on executive power from the president. That said, every state has two senators from their state serving in Congress. Senators are elected to six-year terms, and they generally carry more power than any individual member of the House of Representatives because they represent the entire state, whereas our House of Representatives are nominated to represent each district, which is much smaller. But because every state has two senators regardless of size, and because we vote them into office, it is supposed to be their obligation to listen to us, their constituents. The official United States Senate website has a page dedicated to helping you find your senators. All you have to do is enter your zip code, hit enter, and a website will tell you who the senators are for your state, which party they're part of, and it will link you directly to their website where their contact information is listed. One person of you might be a phone call, babe, so I'm going to share this for you. You can also call one 872 and enter your zip code to be connected directly with your elected officials. We should all add this to our contacts, 1-844-USA-0234. I love a switchboard that will help me get to who I need to get to. But unlike the Senate, the number of representatives per state is determined by population. So some states, like Alaska and Hawaii, will have less reps than senators because they're small. But because there are usually more representatives than senators, they tend to handle issues that are more local to their districts. So to find the representatives for your district, you can head to the U.S. House of Representatives website. Of course, the show notes will have all of this information, including the phone numbers and the websites if you're interested. But again, you'll need to enter your zip code and then they'll tell you who the congressional representative is for your area. Again, it will include their party, their direct website, and their contact info. And you can also use that 1-844-USA-0234 number to get in contact directly with your member of Congress. So in Illinois, my two state senators are Tammy Duckworth and Richard Durbin. My district representative is representative of a much smaller area. So I won't share that for security reasons, but... I looked her up and it was super simple to find out who my district representative is. So that leads me to our state leaders. Our governors are responsible for implementing state laws. 
They approve the budget and appropriations, and they confirm judicial appointments and more. If there are local issues in our state, because governors are responsible for overseeing state operations, we can contact them if necessary. So the more specific to our city or district our issue is, the more effective it might be to go to our local representatives. But if we're advocating for causes on a state or federal level, it might mean zooming out from our local municipalities, outside of our district representatives, outside of our mayors, outside of our governors, and into our federal government, like the president and the vice president. That said, you can find your local elected officials using a wonderful link I've included called My Reps. All you do is enter your address and your representatives will come up for your local, county, state, and federal level, so you can filter all of the results to get what you're looking for, or you can have a really tidy snapshot of everybody who represents you. When there are larger, more pressing issues, like our tax dollars supporting a genocide, I will forever and always advocate for starting from the bottom and working your way up, finding out what your local representative's stance is, and reaching out to either encourage them to stand up or thanking them for doing so, and moving up to the next branch of government. Because it's intimidating to call the president. But at the end of the day, they do work for us. We pay their bills. We elected them. And while we're still under the guise of democracy, there is a power in letting your voice be heard every single day. Today, it was a breakdown on how all the offices work, in case you were as confused as I was. But tomorrow, I'll give some actual actionable advice on how to call, who to call, and what to say when you do. In the meantime, I love you so much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, cutie.